How's it going, people? So, I saw Joker over the weekend, and I'm going to give you my review and my thoughts on where Joaquin Phoenix's uh, Joker ranks among all the other Jokers. Uh, just to give you a heads up, I didn't uh, put uh, any of the Jerome brothers into the rankings because... They were never technically Joker. It was like a Joker substitute both times. But they were so fun, though. Alright, enjoy the ad. How's it going, everybody? So, I'm going to talk to you guys about Joker today. Joker is the new film uh, by Todd Phillips. Uh, I believe it was produced by Michael Uslan, who... I swear to God, it, like, he... He's got to be the, one of the richest producers of all time in Hollywood because I think he owns the rights to Batman as a producer. So I don't know how involved he is uh, in everything, but uh, I think he has the rights to it. So Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix, Zazie Beetz, um, Robert De Niro. Man, Robert De Niro in a DC Comics movie. Who would have thought? Um, shout out to the comedians of this movie. Uh, you have your uh, Mark Marin, your uh, Brian Callens, your... Uh, I forget the guy's name. Uh, I couldn't tell if it was Gary Goldman or... Uh, i trying to think of who else uh, was in there. God damn it. Damn it. I, I was watching him on an old video of uh, Tough Crowd. Uh, but anyway, so Joker, starring Joaquin Phoenix. And I'm going to get into the discussion of where this ranks towards the end of it, but I'm going to get some uh, uh, spoiler-free stuff going uh, in the beginning. So... The thing you got to understand about this movie is that it was done relatively low budget. I think this movie had a budget of $50 million. I wouldn't be surprised if 10 went to uh, uh, De Niro, another 10 went to Phoenix, and then everybody else had to split uh, because the majority of the movie has Joaquin Phoenix in frame. Uh... Not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, there's a lot of lingering in this movie. Uh, the when Todd Phillips has an opportunity to uh, to just like. I, I feel like Todd Phillips is like the most ham fisted director I can think of. Uh, Offhand, I mean, Michael Bay is over the top, but when Todd Phillips tries to be delicate, he hits you over the head with a hammer. So, I really want to uh, get a sense of uh, what other people think of this movie because I've seen two movies that, well, technically, I've seen one of them. Uh, and I'm, I'm unaware of, uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll get into the discussion of it later. So, Joaquin, Pe uh, Joaquin Phoenix plays Arthur Fleck, 
Arthur, Artie Fleck, uh, uh, I think his mom calls him Happy Fleck or whatever, but, uh, he's just this, uh, you get, he's this guy with problems, he's got a ton of mental illnesses, you can tell, the most striking one is the fact that he has an uncontrollable, uh, laugh, meaning that whenever he has, uh, an emotion, he laughs, and I really couldn't tell the logic of this, because, like, uh, at certain times, it, it really costs him, uh, in social situations, but what I really enjoy about this movie is that the subtleties of, uh, of, uh, how, how uh, messed up mentally this guy is because uh, the uh, joke book that he has uh, is dark and it does the guy is trying to be a comedian and there's only a handful of times where he's actually trying to be a comedian uh, the whole thing about, like, his joke book is kind of glossed over in that, uh, uh, like, the the dark thoughts or whatever, the journal that he's been ordered to keep by the psychiatrist, um, like, like, there's little signs of the guy's, like, psycho, uh, he laughs at the wrong part of the joke. He laughs at the, it's like, well, I was riding with my family today, ha, 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 or whatever. And then, uh, it's like, that was the, that, that was, that wasn't even the premise. Like, the concept of a happy family was what uh, set him off. So then uh, when the guy delivers his joke, he was like, oh, yeah, talk about uh, uh, family. That's funny. It's like, no, nah, not quite. Uh, but... The, the, uh, the amount of porn that is uh, in the pages of his notebook, it's like, like it, uh, it goes back to one of the two movies I was talking about. I'll get to that in a second. So, this movie, I feel like if it didn't have all the DC Comics stuff going on in there, if it was just a comedian who uh, had the same condition as Arthur and then does what he does. Uh, It would be a great movie. And the the fact that it was... uh, like the, the, the Joker imagery because Arthur is definitely the protagonist in this story. Um, and as a protagonist, he's an unreliable narrator because early on in the movie, they let you know that he has um, issues with like what's real. Uh, uh, 
when he's sitting and watching TV with his mom, uh, who's played by uh, Francis Conroy. I think, yeah, Francis Conroy. Or Fra- uh, yeah, uh, she has played exceptionally well as just this, like, uh, his mother who's ill. But later on, no, uh, not going to spoil it. Turns out she has issues. So, the. He's sitting watching TV, uh, and he's dedicated to her. The. And he just thought, he just envisions himself as. Like, he, he has, like, delusions of grandeur and all that stuff. He, he has visions of, uh, of what he would like. And I feel like people who go to watch Joker, go watch, um, a, a bunch of episodes of Mindhunter on Netflix because it would, it would be so awesome if... Uh, someone were to take a super realistic, uh, I think there's some people that are trying to do it right now, and this movie, it's very vague in its surroundings, um, the opening, uh, scene, you have this, uh, they're letting you know that this is Gotham City, as if it was New York City, uh, in the mid-70s, which, by the way, Let me talk about this for a second. The concept of Martin Scorsese uh, doing a Batman movie, or at least producing one, uh, is a real full circle moment for me as a fan because a lot of the greatest stories uh, 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 Batman ever told were from the 70s, and the 70s were very much influenced by uh, Taxi Driver and Scorsese movies in general. So that you have this one uh, era of Batman that's totally uh, influenced by Scorsese. And and then you have a movie uh, done with the characters that is produced by Scorsese. So, just incredible. So, Joker, um, or I should say Arthur is this, like, beaten down, heavily medicated man, uh, and what's interesting about, like, how he comes about is that he's pretty much the exact opposite of Batman, which I wasn't even thinking about at the time, but, like, thinking about it now, it, it makes all the sense in the world that he is the opposite, because Batman was formed, like, the night his parents were murdered, whereas Joker... Uh, became, I shouldn't say fully formed, but his transformation started when he first uh, got violent to the point of uh, like uh, like dealing with people. And you don't know for sure that uh, the way things went down is the way that things went down. Because, uh, like I said... Early on, the movie establishes that uh, 
uh, Arthur Fleck has uh, issues with um, uh, what is real. So, like the second third of the movie, I want is past the subway scene and. this investigation about Arthur starts up and the the police are like working around him like uh like trying to figure out stuff but ooh like the the stuff with uh the guy from Boardwalk Empire um I think his name is Shay Wiggum not entirely sure offhand excellent like him and the other detective Damn excellent. Like, all of it. Uh, I really wish uh, Alec Baldwin had decided to take the role of uh, Thomas Wayne because I feel like there was a movie that we were sold on in the beginning and then there was a movie that uh, we got. And the movie that we were sold on was... Thomas Wayne is this seedy, uh, arrogant bastard uh, billionaire who is the uh, uh, I'm I'm trying to avoid spoilers here. So originally and uh and Robert De Niro was, like, everything seemed a little bit seedier and, and grosser when we were told about it. So Robert De Niro was supposed to play this, like, talk show host that was a prick, that was, uh, uh, like, uh, a bad guy, and that, uh, what's his name, uh, Mark Marin was gonna play his booking agent, uh, or his show booker, uh, that was, or a comedy store booker. I would not be surprised if we find out that this is like the 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 more public friendly version of Joker. That there might have been like a deleted scene or something left on the uh, cutting room floor, uh, or something taken out of the script, where is I could have sworn Mark Maron was going to have a way bigger role than what he was going to have. I don't know what uh, he, what he ended up having was what he had altogether. Same thing. Like, De Niro had a bigger role. Like, like De Niro made multiple appearances in the movie. Mark Maron made one. And Thomas Wayne made multiple appearances in the movie. Uh, and anything. Bruce made a couple. Which, by the way, uh, the ending of the movie sets up like if they were going to do a sequel to this movie, the, the ending of that movie sets up a Batman versus Joker scenario. It totally does. Like, uh, I don't think that's spoilers, but you're going to tell me that there was a movie with the Waynes in it and they weren't going to die? Like, it puts them in a, a specific light, but... Uh, and that... Like... Uh, there's more on that. I'm not going to spoil it. It's it's one of the fun parts of the movie. So, 
Let me talk about Joaquin Phoenix's uh, uh, performance. Because this Joker is the most physical Joker performance in any of the movies. Joaquin Phoenix is literally trying to be a clown, a funny clown, and the the way it's going, uh, like he's just a pathetic guy. But there's there's something very char like he there like what he's doing really elevates. Because he's taking it very seriously. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's only a handful of actors. Like, uh, I could see this going uh, the same way that this went. And I'm not saying Jared Leto isn't one of them. But Jared, like Jared Leto's Joker and this Joker, uh, they wouldn't mix. Just because the Jared Leto Joker is something created uh, out of uh, the Suicide Squad. Uh, mold. And I don't even know. I don't even know who's in charge of, like, how Joker came to be in Suicide Squad. It could have been David Ayers. It could be some executive. But like, that Joker works because I look at criminals now, and they all have like this. Like the 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 notable ones all have some form of tattoos. They all have. They all dress crazy. They're there's a level of style there. Uh, this one, it's way basic, and it's kind of like it, it's dark. It's dark in the sense that um, I'll give you an example. I didn't realize this until someone pointed it out to me, who knows more about uh, serial killers. The comedy club that uh, Arthur Fleck performs at is Pogo's. Pogo's is the name of the clown that John Wayne Gacy was. Like, that is a dark, deep cut right there. So, like I said, I don't know how I should feel about certain things. Like, uh, like, the, uh, the original Joker, uh, like, uh, reference was, like, the man who laughs, uh, you, you saw that in here, uh, with, like, his condition, where he just can't, he can't not laugh, at, at uh, he can't control his laugh sometimes, but, uh, the transformation he makes from Arthur Fleck, guy who tries to, uh, who cries when he can't stop laughing, to Joker, where, like, he embraces that laugh and just keeps on laughing, one of the great things about this performance is how cold uh, Joaquin Phoenix is. Like, he kills people in the end, and the way he does it is cold. Goddamn cold. So, not going to get into it, who he kills, but the, the comedy of his performance is in the physicality of... Uh, like the, I'm not gonna say what happens, but the scene in the children's hospital was like I'm kind of glad that Todd Phillips was directing this and that his ham hands were uh, behind it because uh, you have this thing going on 
where uh, Joaquin Phoenix is literally dancing uh, in a can- in a sick children's ward, where I think there's like 13 uh, kids with like shaved heads, like they're all cancer kids, and something happens, and he tries to play it off, and it was funny, or when. And here's something for you. When did they get uh, uh, automatic doors in, in uh, like, hospitals? Because I don't remember if they had automatic doors in the hospitals in the 80s. Uh, but for this uh, sense, uh, for the joke, they, like, uh, Arthur Fleck is trying to walk away really intensely after, like, uh, he told off some people. Walks right into a glass door that's uh, exit only. So... He's waving his hand, and it's just, uh, you think to yourself, did he do that on purpose, or did, or is he, like, just incompetent? And, uh, <coughs> like, like, the concept of doing that, to me, like, that was awesome. And, like, like, Phoenix, like, you could tell he didn't use a stunt double for it. Ugh. Like, certain things got, uh, cut out, um, I know that, uh, in the trailer, um, there's this one scene where, uh, Arthur Fleck recreates the, um, uh, the Charlie Chaplin falling down the steps, but, uh, and I guess they ended up not using it, uh, it was a two-hour movie, so they had to cut some stuff. But the general physicality of what uh, Joaquin Phoenix brings to uh, being a clown, like when he's uh, uh, dancing um, on the staircase, the staircase that he, like, for the rest of the movie earlier, he was just, like, looked like crap going up the stairs. But him going down the stairs, he's... uh, uh, like a fully realized uh, version of himself. That was good. Like the, everyone says like the last twenty minutes of the movie are like cinematic greatness. Like the final third act is probably um, like something that just builds on uh, on top of itself and just gets better and better. Where does Joaquin Phoenix's Joker rank among the Jokers? Now, okay, I'm going to exclude all the comics versions of the Jokers out of this, just for the simple purpose that um, comparing a Jerry Robinson Joker to a, I don't know, um, Alan Moore, uh, Brian Bolin Joker to the... uh, Scott Snyder, Joker, uh, like, making those comparisons with the movie stuff, it's, there's too many. I'm gonna keep it down to, uh, basic media, uh, not basic, like, film and television media. Okay, so, Jack Nicholson is, um, is true neutral. It is true neutral. Uh, he's a bad guy. He's 
uh, creative. Uh, his creativity is more uh, from uh, Tim Burton than anything. But and the fact that it was the '80s, so he comes in with a Prince song when the movie was made. So let's put uh, Jack Nicholson uh, at uh, above or below watermark. So or see. Jack Nicholson is sea level. That's the word I'm looking for. Sea level. And is it better than Caesar Romero? Yes. Caesar Romero uh, is one of the most awesome Jokers because uh, it's iconic. And like, uh, like, and Caesar Romero operated between ridiculous and. Um, like, and mad, but not so mad. Like, he was, like, uh, campy mad. Uh, like, campy mad. So, I would I would definitely say that uh, Jack Nicholson is better than Cesar Romero. Jared Leto. Uh, Jared Leto, I, I need, he, he needs, a, like, a full movie. Uh, appearance, not like the the shoehorn, uh, like hack job that uh, DC did with uh, Suicide Squad. Um, reason being is that uh, I liked the modernization of cinema or approach that they took to Joker because uh, he wears crazy suits. He, he's a crazy individual. He's gotten his face punched in by Batman so many times that all of his teeth are fake. Like, there's arguments to be made for Jared Leto Joker in that, uh... But, in terms of, like, where he ranks among the Jokers, I'm putting him below Cesar Romero. So, so right now, we have uh, True Neutral, uh, Jack Nicholson, then we have Cesar Romero, then we have Jared Leto. Mark Hamill Joker on Batman the Animated Series. It's a cartoon, but because Mark Hamill uh, used the same voice in the Batman games, I'm, I'm just uh, taking the same approach that uh, the animated series went on to become the Arkham uh, uh, Asylum games. So... I'm putting... Mark Hamill Joker above Jack Nicholson. So, I don't know how many Jokers there are total, but, uh, like, uh, we're in the vault of territory now. There's a couple other cartoon uh, Jokers, like the Batman or um, uh, the other Batman cartoon. I'm trying to think of, like, the... Uh, like Fists of Justice or Hammers of Justice uh, car- cartoon. Uh, Brave and the Bold, that's the one I'm thinking of. I'm putting all those other cartoon versions down below Jared Leto. I mean, they're good, but I don't know if we're going to remember these uh, guys uh, the way that we've remembered Jared Leto, and I don't think we're going to... I know we're definitely not going to remember them the way we remember Mark Hamill, so... trying to think of uh, the spots we're in. So, 
that leaves there's uh, Joaquin Phoenix and there is Heath Ledger the great thing about Heath Ledger's Joker is that he has certain advantages in that he doesn't have an origin story. Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker appears on screen. He gets hyped up uh, before his in, before his appearance, and then uh, he does what he does in The Dark Knight. With Joaquin Phoenix, it's a story about a man who has mental uh, illness, plural. Uh, is in a, uh, a world that doesn't give a damn about him who's been uh, beaten down and, and broken by life and then goes on to do what he does now to be perfectly honest I'm keeping uh, Heath Ledger at number one for the reason that Heath Ledger's Joker is a total mystery. Uh, you know how I got these scars? I'm just gonna... And he, and he changes the story every time, but like there's certain... There's a pattern to it. There's an average to it. Uh, Patton Oswalt had one of the greatest uh, uh, ideas on the Joker in that um, Heath Ledger's Joker was a... Uh, counterintelligence for a military operation uh, before he became the Joker. So he had the access to wipe his records away. He, uh, he had the like interrogation skills to do what he did. He had the, the mental planning to do what he did. Um, the reason why I put Joaquin Phoenix under Heath Ledger is because like Joker as a movie had a flaw in that telling a, vil a villain's origin story um, without the hero uh, uh, coming in to save the day um, and it asked some pretty dark questions like uh, if we watch this like are we bad people for rooting for him like how do we how do we toe the line between rooting for the Joker as the protagonist and all that like are we supposed to cheer for a guy who's like mentally uh, disturbed who uh, does all these bad things Because like don't get me wrong Arthur Fleck is a bad guy like he, he tries to be uh, good with certain people but he can't do it the and plus like some of the things that he like the things that he does are uh, they, like there's a pathos to him, but uh, like I said, like I'll, uh, no spoilers, but it, it's a it's a movie worth watching for Joaquin Phoenix's uh, uh, performance, and it's also it, it it's an interesting story because. Uh, it definitely works with the uh, Batman mythos to an extent and I don't know what the 
There was no point in the movie where I was looking at it and I was going, oh, that's a deep cut. So that's how deep the cuts had to have been because I know that there had to have been Easter eggs in the movie, but I did not recognize them. Uh, so... So, yes, the movie is worth watching. Uh, highly recommend it. It's not the greatest Joker performance because Heath Ledger still has that one. Because everyone said, well, this is how are we going to compare it to Heath's? And Heath Ledger's Joker has things going for it that don't weigh it down. Because... Like, the air of mystery about Joker uh, from Heath Ledger. Uh, and, uh, there, uh... There's moments in, in the, the Dark Knight that... I, th- I think because it has a better director. Because... I don't care who it is. Uh, Todd Phillips uh, is the towel boy to uh, Christopher Nolan. Uh... Anybody who disagrees with me, like, it's like, I don't care if we're comparing, like, com- com- like, a comedy director. No, these guys make movies. And Todd Phillips is a good director, but ham-fisted. So. But I feel like we know too much about uh, Arthur Fleck. We know that, we actually know his name. Anytime that you know who the Joker is, uh... It ruins the the appeal of Joker in that uh, he goes from like to use the Nolan uh, movies, uh, he go, he turns he he becomes a man and less of an idea. So, ugh. That's my thoughts on the Joker movie. It's spoiler free. Go see it. Uh, Peace.